This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Bibas, episode number 31, Monday Method. Hey there, I want to ask you a question. Think about your biggest goals and dreams, the aspirations that you have had for years. What is the one thing that keeps you from getting to where it is you say you want to be? In all of my coaching time and all of the, the thousands of clients I've worked with, you know what the answer to that question has always been? Fear. Which is why I wrote my latest book, 21 Ways to Make Your Fear Work for You. It's an awesome book. It's a game changer. You will learn how to use your fear and not be used by fear. Check out 21 Ways to Make Your Fear Work for You. You can actually read an excerpt at tinyurl.com forward slash 21 Ways Fear. That's tinyurl.com forward slash 21 Ways Fear. Again, check out the book. 21 ways to make your fear work for you. It's on Amazon. Welcome to episode number 37 of She Runs the Show. We are talking today about 10 simple tips you can use to get more clients. Whether you are an offline entrepreneur who sees physical clients every day, you could be a therapist, you could be a lawyer, a doctor, an accountant, or you're, or a coach, a fitness coach, personal trainer, or if you're somebody who has an online business and you sell uh, ebooks or online courses, whatever your business, there are ways to get more clients in a way that's easy, simple, but really does take consistent, persistent daily action. So what we're talking about today is what are some tips that you can use to build your client base, whether that's registrations in an online course or personal training clients. So let's get to the episode. By the end of today's episode, you're going to learn the top three reasons entrepreneurs reject new business without even knowing it. I know without even really knowing that they're doing that. You're also, by the end of today's episode, going to learn the two biggest opportunities you have to grow your business and why you need to focus on both. And then, of course, by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn 10 simple tips to get more clients. All right. So I have to tell you, the the podcast continues to be kind of this challenge. I'm in a huge ebook writing mode at this point. So... I love the podcast. I love the ebooks. Um, and when I have to choose between the two, I always choose the ebooks. So in case you see a Monday method like today's episode on a Thursday instead of a Monday, just understand that. Um, if I'm a little back behind on these episodes, they'll be there. Just, you know, check every day and, uh, they'll be there. But, it's been interesting. I, I finished my latest ebook, 21 Ways to Make Your Fear Work for You, and it has been one of the toughest books to complete. Not quite sure why, other than my time management has not been super awesome. So I'm actually getting back to some of my tried and true time management techniques that I always use. But for the last few months, with dealing with infertility treatments and hormones in my body, it's just kind of thrown off everything. Um, but now I'm getting back into 
my time management techniques, which have always been things that work for me. So you will see a little more consistency because A, I won't have all those hormones in my body and B, um, there will definitely be my time management practices back in tow. And, and I'm sure I've talked about time management on a different episode and I'm sure we'll come back to it, but let's get down to business. So in today's episode, um, I, I wanted to talk about how to get more clients because I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, that's what they're looking to do. There's always the question of how can I build my business income, my business revenue, profitability? And one of the ways you can do that, obviously, is to get new clients. And so if that's something that you're looking to do, well, you're in the right episode because that's what we're talking about. Now, let's talk about, before we get into those 10 simple tips, Let's talk about the top three reasons entrepreneurs actually reject new business without even knowing it. You know, the reality is that there are new clients everywhere. I mean, I am a Starbucks Anissa. I just made up a word. (laughs) Um, And if you knew the kind of money that people spend at Starbucks on a weekly basis alone, including me, it's like, it's crazy. So First things first, as entrepreneurs, we have to have the right mindset. And the mindset is there is more than enough for everyone. Your tribe is your tribe. And you have the room and the wherewithal to go out and get more clients if that's what you want to do. It's out there. It's available. So then the question becomes, if there there are all of these new clients out there, if I do have all of these new opportunities available to me, why am I not you know, developing new business. And a lot of it comes down to there are ways that as entrepreneurs, we reject new business without even knowing it, you know? Um, And when we miss those opportunities, it's because we don't recognize the importance of two key things. One, personalization and two, persuasion. So a lot of things are really about When people decide to buy, it's because they feel that whatever they're purchasing in some way, shape or form is going to improve, enhance and change their lives. And really, people are looking for the transformation. They're looking for something like when I pick up a book, the first thing that I'm thinking in the book is there if there's even one line in that book that is going to add a zero to my business income, boom, it's worth the $20, the $10, the $15 buying that book and the hours that I spent reading it. Everybody's looking for that game changing effect. And so when you think about how do you build your client base, there are two things people want to know. They want to know that you're going to personalize what you offer to them, that the product, the service, the training, the coaching, it is for them. They don't want to feel like they're one in a thousand, that what you do with them is what you do with everybody. Personalization is key. And then the other piece that's really key is persuasion. When I say persuasion, I really mean that most people like give, most entrepreneurs give their all in certain aspects of the selling process. You know, maybe they do a lot in terms of the call to action. Maybe they do a lot in terms of the education, the marketing piece. But very few entrepreneurs are consistently persuading or winning over their current clients and their potential clients. Yes, even though you get married, you still have to keep dating, right? So the same thing applies to your client base. Even though they might be your current clients, you're still dating them and you still have to persuade. So personalization and persuasion are two things that when you want to 
increase your business revenue when you want to grow your client base, but you're, you're not, you want to check in and see, are you doing personalization right? And are you doing persuasion right now? Let me give you the top three reasons that entrepreneurs reject new business without even knowing it. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs, because they have sat with their business for so many years and because they love their business and they love what they do, they think that their product or services value should be super clear to potential clients and current clients and therefore shouldn't require a hard sell. And I think even the way we define hard sell is a little bit deceiving. When you know that there is something that could save a friend's life, like literally save their lives, aren't you going to hard sell that person? on getting that treatment or seeing that doctor or trying that regimen. You are. You're going to hard sell them. And so I don't know why we give hard sells in business such a bad rap when if we knew, if we had a friend who was struggling with something and we knew there was a book that could change everything for them or we knew there was an eating regimen or a workout or a doctor they could go see that would literally change the game for them. We would hard sell them on it. We would, we would go out there and we would, we would have conversations and express to them the value of the product or service. We would tell them about it. We would show them testimonials. So I'm not sure why as entrepreneurs, we don't do that in our own business or why we assume that people really get the value of what we do. See, oftentimes you have to reiterate and discuss and talk about and promote the value of what you offer again and again and again and again until people understand, until they're interested. And if you want to call that a hard sell, then then that's a hard sell. But far too often, entrepreneurs get lazy because they think that they're, you know, they say, well, I'm a, I don't know, a plumber. It's pretty clear what I do. Well, yeah, but how are you different from the thousands of plumbers that I could call instead of you? What makes your service personalized to me and are you persuading me to use you as my plumber and not somebody else you see so one of the reasons entrepreneurs reject new business without even knowing it is that they think that their product and services value should be clear to current clients and potential clients and that they don't have to persuade you do the second reason entrepreneurs reject new business without even knowing it is this they give away too much content for free you know i I'm so mixed on this whole free thing. I think that there is a place for offering free content. And and I it used to be that your free content was always behind the email veil. Like in order for somebody to get something for free from you, they had to opt in and give you their name and email address. And a lot of that is changing because now we're going to content creation on a number of different platforms like Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and Vine and Periscope and all of these different places. So I think the dynamic of hiding free content behind a veil is changing. But what's interesting is that um, there's the opposite side of the spectrum. I think a lot of entrepreneurs are devaluing what they offer to such an extent that they're giving away too much for free. And when you and, and here's the interesting thing. So 
if it's important to give value all the time, constantly, if you're going to dominate one area of your business, it needs to be that every time you release something, anything, it is valuable. Like every time you're putting something on Instagram, you know that if it, it's going to change one person's life. Every time you put a tweet out there, it's not self-promotion. It's offering. It's serving. Everything you do should come from that place of service. However, there are a lot of people who are taking the, the coaching programs or the, you know, I don't know, training programs that they spent months, weeks, hours, days, years working on. And when they figure out after six months that it's not selling, they just give it away for free. Understand that any smart potential client, if they followed you long enough, they followed you through the launch of that product. They followed you through the creation of that product. They probably attended your webinar where you charged a high premium CU bringing that product's value down to zero and giving it away for free. What do you think over a long period of time that sends as a message to a potential client? It tells them, you know what? She's eventually going to offer that for free. So I can just wait. I, I And trust me, there are lots of people who will wait you out. You want to know you want to separate from day one the content that you offer for free from the content that you sell and you do not want to mix the two. I do not create a program and charge $597 for it and then six months later I offer it for free. No, it's always going to be $597. And in fact, I may add a few components to it and then make it $997 next year. Doesn't matter how it does in the marketplace. The reality is, is if the value is there, if you have consistently persuaded, you will get clients. But if you give up too soon and then you start giving all of your best stuff away for free, then people are going to expect you to give your value for free and that doesn't work out. So second thing, reason entrepreneurs reject new business without even knowing it is that they give away too much content for free. The third reason that entrepreneurs reject new business without even knowing it is they don't follow up. You know, and follow up is not my favorite part of the, the, the situation when it comes to business. It really isn't for me. I, you know, I'm kind of a person that if I want something, I want it. And if I don't, I don't. And, you know, there are programs and, and, you know, people's programs that I've wanted to do for years that I simply put on my list and I go, I'm going to do this program by this year. And they never have to persuade me or sell me. I already know that I'm going to do their program. And so as an entrepreneur, sometimes I take my own personal way of doing things and I think, well, shouldn't people be like me? But the reality is they're not. And so for most entrepreneurs, follow-up is going to be a critical act, a critical, is going to be a critical way to get new business. And so if you're not following up minimum six times after the initial offer, minimum six times, I really, I did say that minimum six times, then you're not following up. And so one of the ways that entrepreneurs consistently reject new business without even knowing it is that they do the persuading, they do the selling, they hold the webinars, you know, they, they send out the tweets and they do the videos on YouTube with the call to action. So they persuade, they sell and they convince, but they never close. And a lot of that has to do with wanting to be a nice entrepreneur. A lot of that has to do with wanting to sell without feeling salesy. Yeah, you got to follow up. And and it's not always going to feel uh, 
passion-filled and joyous. I mean, when you followed up with somebody five times and then you're on the six, you're like, oh, this sucks. Um, but again, if you believe in your message and you believe that what you have to offer can transform that person's life, it's not only your responsibility as an entrepreneur to do that, it's what you've got to do to make sure that they make themselves a priority and do the work. So the three reasons that entrepreneurs reject new business without even knowing it is one, they think that their product or services value should be clear to potential clients and doesn't require hard sell. Huh, you got to sell. Two, they give away too much content for free. And three, they don't follow up. So they do everything but the follow up, follow up, follow up, which is super important. Now let's talk about the two biggest opportunities you have to grow your business and why you need to focus on both. So the two biggest opportunities you have to grow your business are, are two things. Get new clients, upsell existing clients, period. New clients, upsell existing clients. And a lot of people do this whole struggle thing with like, do I focus on, you know, renewing my current client base or do I focus on getting brand new clients? And then we're, you know, thrown all these studies about it is so much cheaper and you make more money if you focus on your current clients than on trying to drum up a new business, which takes a lot of time and money. Um, no, you got to do both. In this day and age, it's not, um, you don't have the option as an entrepreneur, if you're going to be successful, to choose to either focus on your current client base or to focus on your on getting new clients. You don't have the option. I hate to tell you with technology being what it is with people being able to access anyone around the world with competition being bigger because we are global and real time. You do not have the option to say, well, I'm only going to focus on my current client base. That is a cute idea. That's not real. What's real is you've got to find ways to keep your current client base happy and to upsell them and to get them to buy new products and to continue that funnel. And one of the things you've got to do with your current client base is you have to teach them to be responsive to upsells. Meaning if you begin your current client base and you have people sign who are your clients and they sign up for your email list and you never send them upsell emails. And then all of a sudden in year two of your business, you decide to now start doing upsells. They're going to freak out because you never did upsells before. So one of the good things that you can do is get your current clients accustomed to upsells so that they're not taken off guard when you do them. You again, want an 80, 20 rule, like 80% give 80% serve 20% ask, but you want to introduce that mode as early as possible. So clients in your current client base are not shocked when you're asking rather than just giving. And then you also got to focus on developing new clients. Here's the thing. You need multiple streams of income. And so I'm not just talking one-on-one -on -one clients. You need online courses, ebooks, um, sponsorships, whether it's for a blog or a YouTube channel. You need income coming in from a variety of different areas, not just one. Because if the only way you're making income right now is through training or coaching clients one-on-one, -on -one, you're not scaling your business properly. You're not going to be able to make 
really high revenue and really high sales and really high profitability because there's only one of you and there are 24 hours in a day and seven days in a week. So that already caps what you're going to make working one-on-one. One-on-one is a great way to start a business. It is not a great way to scale a business. So keep in mind that you want multiple streams of income. And that also means as you're tending to those multiple streams of income, yes, you've got to keep your current client base happy and upsell to them. And you've got to cultivate and generate new clients daily. So let's get down to the 10 simple steps tips. Ooh, my, I'm telling you, I don't know. I'm going to roll today. Um, 10 simple tips to get more clients. So first tip, tip number one, show your value. Don't tell it. A lot of people tell their value. A lot of people go on different places and they say, I'm um, a therapist and a coach and I work with families who are dealing with divorce and I'm great at this, this, and this, hire me. People don't want you to tell them. People people pay attention to what you do, not what you say. So rather than using your time on social media to tell people what you do, there's a piece of it. You know, tell your story, yes, but don't tell people what you do. Show them and do it constantly. So t- simple tip number one is show your value. Don't tell it constantly. Tip number two is Follow up your potential and current clients on new offers at least five times, but with an 80% give and a 20% ask approach. So again, when you're doing follow-up, the rule of thumb should be above five times. Meaning, how do you know when you stop following up when you've done it after, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times? But when you do the follow up, meaning when you do the asking, you always want to keep in mind that you want it to be 80% give, 20% ask. So even the follow up needs to be offer, 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 ask, ask. Next follow up, offer, 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 ask, ask. 80% give, 20% ask. So follow up at least five times using an 80% give, 20% ask approach. Here is the third simple tip, tip that you can use to get more clients. A, B, split test your offers to see which offers get more response. A lot of people don't do this. Um, I find it time consuming to do the A, B, split testing, but it is helpful. You need to know if, if the reason people are not buying from you or signing up with you, if it's because of what you offer or if it's because of the offer. And so when you A, B split test and you, you know, have different opt-in pages, you have different emails that you send out with different email subject lines. Um, you set up your sales page differently and you test out both sales pages and you see what converts. Then you can really figure out, okay, what is converting the best? And is the problem what I'm offering or the price point that I'm offering at? Or is it the offer itself? So in doing A-B split testing, you'll figure out really quickly what that is. So A-B split test your offers to see which offers get more response. The fourth simple tip that you can use to get more client is this. Put an offer in the about section of every online platform you use. You always want to extend an invitation to anyone who finds you online to purchase something from you, to subscribe to your YouTube channel, to join your email list. You want to get a closer relationship with any potential clients. So in every single online description of you, including your email signature and every email signature, not just one of them, you want to put 
your contact information and an offer. You always want to give an offer of something, whether it is an opt-in page or to purchase one of your eBooks or to join into your, your online program, put an offer in every single about section on every online platform that you're on. Simple tip number five, write three to five eBooks. And you know I'm an ebook branding strategist, so I, I really say three to five ebooks and mean it. It's not enough to do one. You need a catalog of ebooks, and to me, a catalog is more than two. And three to five ebooks is a great way to show your value, to show that you're an expert because you took the time to write these books, and to build another stream of, of revenue because you can do that by putting your books on Kindle, on Amazon, and also to within the books have opportunities for people to sign up for your list or sign up for your course or you know in some of my ebooks I have links to uh, where people can take me on as a coach so that's another way to drum up business right three to five ebooks simple tip to get more clients number six speak out like at local groups and online at least two times a week for a period of three months consistency is key so I find that entrepreneurs will periodically speak at places. So they'll look for opportunities when time frees up and then they'll go speak in September over here and then they'll go speak in November over there and then they'll go speak next March over there. But that's not consistent enough. A, you want to speak consistently at any group that will have you because you want to become a better speaker. So Toastmasters is a must if you can do it, but also you want to actually be speaking at local groups. So that's important. So speak at local groups um, and do that at least two times a week for a period of three to four months. But you want to set up those gigs in advance. It does take time to find out, okay, what groups can I speak at? Email them, call them, set it up. But you really want to groove where for three to four months, you are speaking at local groups one to two times a week. That will keep you in the mode of speaking. That will introduce you to more people. And again, when you speak at these local groups, uh, bring your business cards or your postcards or your flyers and make sure you bring something where you can get people's name and email address so you can add them on the list and you can keep in contact with them. You know, get people's phone numbers so that you can call them a few days after you've spoken and you can say, thank you for coming. So send them an email and say, thank you for having me at your group. Again, follow up, follow up, follow up. But when you're doing the speaking gig thing, make sure that you're speaking at least two times a week for a period of three to four months consistently. Simple tip to get more clients. Number seven, put an offer at the end of every blog post you write. Um, and this is challenging because it is time consuming. So I'm still not putting in an offer after every single blog post I write, but it's a goal. Um, and I didn't, I got this from a guest that was on Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income podcast. And what he does is he literally includes an offer at the end of every single blog post and they are different offers. So it's not the same offer and it drums up people sign up for his email list a lot and it drums up business immediately. So one of the things you want to think up about is two ways that you can simply and efficiently have a call to, to action at the end of every blog post that is different every blog post. So if you're doing three blog posts a week, that's three offers a week. Simple tip to get more clients, number eight, include a call to action in every YouTube video you do. So, and again, it doesn't have to be fancy smancy and like you don't have to have super software so that you can have the, you know, call to action screen. Although Wistia 
builds that in. So if you load your videos using Wistia, they're awesome because you can actually just type in your call to action and type in the link and your video will display that at the end. So Wistia.com, there is a two-week free trial. Definitely you can naturally, if you're not a web programmer, web software guru, editing video software guru, if you use Wistia.com, it makes it easy to do the call to action. But, but definitely with your videos especially, Tell people what you'd like them to do at the end of the video. In fact, tell them in the beginning of the video what you'd like them to do. Subscribe, join me, you know, go to my website, include a call to action in every YouTube video so that you can stay connected to potential clients. Simple tip to get more clients number nine. And I haven't tried this just yet, but I will in the next year or two. Charge for your webinars. So a lot of people, Grant Cardone, I can say is one, um, a lot of people are starting to charge for their webinars, like, and, and not high fees. You know, sometimes it's $25, sometimes it's $49. Again, if you produce great content and you've been doing webinars consistently for a while and you've got a following, that's another way to bring in more income. Start to charge for your webinars, $25, $29, uh, $49. You can't tell me people don't have money to, to attend a $49 webinar. They do. So charge for your webinars. And another, the 10th simple tip to get more clients is this. Raise your value and your prices with every new product or service you offer. I think at the end of the day, over five years, you want to have a spectrum of price points of products and services that you offer, especially if your business is online. But at the end of the day, as you grow as an entrepreneur, as you grow as an expert in your field, obviously you're raising your value, so you should raise your prices. So if you begin a business and you've got a $19 online product in the beginning of your business, you really ought to be increasing your prices because you're raising your value as time goes on. So with every new product or service that you launch, be sure that not only are you raising your value, but you're raising your prices. And don't be afraid to charge premium prices. I think that's one of the mistakes that I made early on as an entrepreneur. I thought the way to get a lot of business was to create a $19 product or a $29 product. And I'd put hours and hours into creating this $29 product that then wouldn't sell. When if somebody really wants something and they believe in the transformation you offer, they will spend $3,000 on it. They will spend $10,000 on it. They will invest in themselves. So remember, if you're not getting clients, you really need to look at the offer. You really need to look at the ask and you really need to look at the follow-up. And if you've looked at all three and they're great, then you really need to go back to the basics of value. Am I delivering the value that people need at this price point? So again, I've given you 10 simple steps to get more clients. Start using them today. Listen to this podcast over again so that you can kind of jot notes and think about which of these 10 simple steps tips you can start with. I would start with no more than two of them. I think, you know, like if you think about it, speaking at local groups twice a week for three to four months consistently is a lot of work. Writing three to five ebooks, um, I'm in the process of writing one ebook a week. It's a lot of work. So I wouldn't try to tackle all 10. I would say start to one with one to two tips and then grow from there. All right, everybody, if you could, I would love for you to leave a review of the podcast on iTunes. In order to leave a review, all you have to do is go to tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast. That's tiny url.com forward slash she runs the show podcast and as always uh you can find me 
everywhere at twitter.com forward slash Cassandra Bibus, Instagram.com forward slash Cassandra Bibus, YouTube.com forward slash Cassandra Bibus TV. You can find me everywhere. All right, everybody, take care, and I'll talk to you next episode. <laughs>